We have hit a point in our podcast where I'd like to open up the box. I mean, there's obviously Lean and Six Sigma, Operational Excellence, or any kind of continuous improvement. I, I feel that our listeners can or have more content or contributions to provide us and maybe even enlighten some of the listeners on how they feel about certain topics, just not what we think about those things. So if we could get a brave soul willing to come on the podcast, would love to hear of unique ways that people have used maybe a different tool, best practice, or even better, a lesson learned from maybe a poor execution of a tool. Go to our website, www.esuccess-methods.com. Click on the button that says call for content. Let us know what you'd like to share. Everyone, this is Aaron. I just want to make one little disclaimer about this episode. I make a sexist comment. I equated executive assistants to being female, which, of course, is a result of differences in how boys and girls are socialized in the U.S., and not a reflection on innate talents. I did decide to leave it in and own it and bring attention to it, but it shows my biases in pretty much what's been a male-dominated profession, so I apologize. Welcome to the E-Success Methods Podcast with Jacob and Aaron, your weekly dose of tips and tricks to achieve excellent performance in your business and career. Join us as we explore deeper into the practical worlds of Lean, Six Sigma, project management, and design thinking. In this episode number 164, we debate yet another I-Six Sigma article from Aaron's hoarded archives, 16 Smart Tips for Successful Black Belts. If you're just tuning in for the first time, find all our back episodes on our podcast table of contents at esuccess-methods.com. If you like this episode, be sure to click the like link in the show notes. It's easy. Just tap our logo, click, and you're done. Tap, click, done. Here we go. Hey, Jacob, how are you? I'm good, Aaron. How are you doing? Jacob, I am doing great. Back from Sydney, Australia. Ooh, nice. That was a, I guess uh, you, you got to enjoy the summer when winter was going on in this part of the world. Oh, and it was great. It was great until I got back and it was... It was twenty degrees below freezing when I when I arrived back at home. It's like, ooh, oh, is it? it's it's brisk. Yes. <laughs> hmm. yes. So nice, I enjoyed nice. a I enjoyed a nice long walk. Um, I, I from my from my hotel I said the Silton the Silton the Sydney Hilton and uh, I looked out my window and I and I said, hey, I see water over there. I'm going to walk that way. And I went due south, and then. After all was said and done, I realized I forgot water. I didn't bring any water, and then I was like, "Well, and I didn't, I didn't reach the ocean yet, so let's keep going." All in all, I ended up walking almost seventeen miles. Um, Jesus, it, it, <laughs> I was in a lot of pain. I found an emergency subway sandwich shop, which, by the way, does not take American Express, um, and uh, I got myself a couple Powerades, and then. I hop the bus the way the rest of the way the rest of the <laughs> way back. <laughs> nice. So, so your uh, phone, phone app GPS wasn't working out there, is what you're telling me, or you didn't look yeah, at it? I didn't really look at it. I just I, I picked up the map. I said, "Yep, I'm going due south. I'm going the right direction. Here's the road I want to take." And I ended up going further than my initial estimate. But uh, uh, I didn't really chart out the distance. I was just like, "Start walking, right?" Mm. So that's mm-hmm. what you do. You just Start walking. Sure. <laughs> so, I, I wouldn't do that in India, but uh, I decided to do that in, in Sydney. Sydney. Got it. I don't blame you. <laughs> that was the one day I had to myself. Um, and then the rest of it was just work. And I don't care what country you're in. Uh, buildings pretty much all look the same from the inside when you're training a group of green belts. Got it. 
and and it doesn't matter what language they speak, even though Australians speak English, sort of. Um, <laughs> they still all look at you funny when you open up Minitab. <laughs> yes, for sure. All right, so let's let's get back to uh, this 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 article is going back again to my to my uh, information hoarding days, uh, picking up the piles of of uh, articles that I had torn out of a i6 sigma magazine back in 2009 and at the time i was like yeah he's got some pretty good tips in here it's called 16 smart tips for successful black belts by maybe you can help me with this one nilakanta yeah. go ahead nilakanta srinivasan okay this yeah that's i think you said it right <laughs> <laughs> sure he sounds indian yes um so and then so i was like yeah we should talk about this and then as i started to prepare for the episode i'm like Wait a minute. Maybe, maybe I don't agree with because I was thinking I was like, maybe if I agree with these, it'll make for a really bad episode. And then I'm like, I start reading them. I was like, I don't know if I agree with these. So yeah. let's get into it. It starts off by his first quote I have in here: "Deliver results faster by applying these fundamental management skills." <laughs> and these tips should not be mistaken for unprofessionalism or unethical shortcuts. They are simply smart ways to deliver results in large corporations. Yeah. And I just want to let everybody know I could not find this one online. There's no more links. So pretty much the only information you're going to get on this article uh, is going to be what we talk about. Uh, and there there are no other electronic links at this point. Sorry. No worries. But I think maybe you can give we can give a little bit of context before we start. I okay. think he's got four or five big themes. Uh, which he's building his 16 tips around. Right. The first one was getting a champion's attention. The second one was getting through to the champion, uh, not getting stuck at like a gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. Um, The third one was ensuring that your meetings are successful, uh, building relationships. And his last category was filling in the pipeline. Now, when I initially thought tips for a successful black belt, like the the header, I was more like, you know, how to handle a project or how to do it. But right. as I read through the whole article, I think what it was more of maintaining a pipeline of projects mm-hmm. and how do you make sure things are moving? Those were the two big things that came out to me is what he's trying to highlight, unless you took something else out of it. Yeah, I mean, most of it seemed to be, uh, for me, it was it really seemed to be almost... How do you deal with a champion who's just not interested in you? Yes. <laughs> so, totally. it, you know, if I if I really dug deeper, it's it was seemed to be more about, hey, this guy hasn't had very good experience with the leadership that he's needed help from. Um, that's kind of the yep. the underlying context I thought I read. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. So, but you know, it's a good article. I mean, some of the thoughts he has make sense. A lot of it, in my opinion, I would be like, yeah. If I do this, I'm getting fired or, <laughs> or yeah, this is not going to get me. And, and maybe depending on which part of the world, maybe this is applicable mm-hmm. or, or maybe 10 years ago, well, this was published in 2009, which is almost right. eight years ago, in order to get the attention, you might have had to do this. But hopefully, if you are having to do a lot of these tips, then chances mm-hmm. are you're not in the right job. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a really great point because a lot of what I saw in here there should be there should be support systems to avoid having to do the subterfuge that this black belt would have had to do. Like for one, 
black belts shouldn't have to create their own pipeline. Uh, there yes. should be a team of engaged leaders to help do that. And, and, and two, there's, there's a real disconnectedness of the black belt from the rest. It seems like this one follows, Hey, I'm a black belt. I'm not connected to my organization at all. I need to do quite a bit of salesmanship, uh, yeah. every time I pick up a project and, and, that also should not be the case. You should have some networks already created within within your org, even if you're part of a separate you know program office. Totally. totally. So let's start with uh, tip number one, that which is under getting the champion's attention, which is keep it formal. What do you think? Totally disagree. Oh boy. I think I think where it's where this person saying is keep it formal is more about you know you have to make a pitch. To the champion on why this project is important, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what he's trying to highlight. And and in the process of making the pitch, explain the urgency and what benefit this can give the champion. Okay. Now, so what's wrong with that? Uh, it is exactly the opposite because if you have to tell the champion what's wrong in his his or her world, then you first have the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. And two, as a black belt, I don't think you're the right person to do that. Somebody from within the team should identify that now. Now, unless you are the stakeholder who is supposed to be the person and you happen to be a black belt who's going to do this. But in general, I don't see that coming into play. And it, it definitely does not have to be made into a presentation format yes. uh, to influence a champion. It should be, here's some numbers. You right. see how it's impacting you. We need to do something. Is it important enough? It's a discussion. So I, I'm going to – I'll agree with that uh, somewhat. The, the part that I maybe – no, I, I think I'll agree with it mostly. Definitely don't make it so formal. So my notes on this were like, well, what do you mean by formal? Do you mean have all your ducks in a row and have, have the enough information to make it clear? Or do you mean put a bunch of graphs and, and pretty pictures together, um, which essentially is uh, impressing – because he uses the word impress your champion. Like, What are you impressing mm-hmm. him with? Your, your artistic PowerPoint abilities? I hope not because – you know, any champion that's you know moved by fluff is going to really cave when the organization decides to uh, not support you know him or her. So that's kind of a weak champion if they're impressed by presentation fluff. fluff. Yeah. Um, but for the rest of it, I think is is the same. And and I'll be honest, whenever I approached a champion or leader about something wrong in their org, it always be pretty much backfired on me. Oh, for so, sure, yeah. <laughs> it took me many years to get back and say, hey, uh, let's <laughs> give this a shot now. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was one. Yep. That was number one tip, keep it formal. Um, I do not agree. I think you're absolutely right. The formality part means be prepared, uh, but it's not necessarily have a PPT and a face-to-face sort of a, a demo of how cool you can make this look. And and the champion should be asking for a BB. I mean, in an ideal world, right? The BB yep. should not have to be soliciting for a champion. D- yep. That's not technically how it's supposed to work. Yeah, I mean, you know, there I've I've had scenarios where hey, I was looking at numbers and I found mm-hmm. this thing that looked completely off. Can we dig into this a little bit more and make it a project? Right. Like I've I've seen that and I've seen that happen also, and I've been a part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's totally fine. But I didn't have to make a PowerPoint to sell it to the champion and stakeholders to say, here's something you guys should look at. Because in many it, cases, they already knew about it. Right. And it's also of note, you know, even though I say the BB, should, the black belt should not have to approach their champion. Um, let me also say at the same time is that 
black belts as they're going through any improvement projects are uh, more in tune with the problems just keep falling in their laps. You know, the more you dig, the more you find. So um, they're the only ones looking for problems on a regular basis. So uh, it also does make sense that black belts would find these say before a champion does. But again, if these things are not aligned with whatever is important to the champion that year, um, Mm -hmm. it's a tough sell. Yeah. You are listening to E6S Methods Podcast, brought to you by E6S Industries. Join us on our website at www.e6s-methods.com. Journey through success. Did you know E6S Industries delivers custom training? We'll customize a program to meet your unique continuous improvement needs. We're also experienced keynote and motivational speakers to professional organizations and universities. Contact us on our website, www.esuccess-methods.com, and let us help you chart your journey through success. So let's go to the second tip. All right. Which he says, stick to the script. Okay. And in this case, where he's really trying to highlight is... uh, when you have an admin or somebody who is the who is uh, basically maybe controlling, no, actually this is not the admin part even. This is even straight to the champion. Have a clear discussion point or an agenda mm-hmm. when you're calling the champion and try to get the slot of time rather than having a casual conversation regarding the topic. Yeah. You know, I really didn't put much comments on this, but as you put it that way, it's almost like, no, I don't want to tell you now. Yeah. I want to you to give me your time and, and so I can tell you later. No, no, it was more like I need your focused attention to for you for me to present this to you. So uh, give me your time so that we can discuss this. Mm-hmm. And um, let me tell you, the couple of champions that I've had to work with, if I pull something like this, they'll be like, yeah, I'm not working with you ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> But th- that's my two cents. All right. And, and then, and then, you know, in in the same vein, continuing to tip number three, keep moving forward is a third tip, where he says, make three attempts to meet with the champion. If either the champion blows you off or things doesn't happen, then yes. you should take it to your manager and or the champion's manager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, again, in, uh, my manager probably is appropriate. But my champion's manager, I don't think I'll ever dare to go that route because in many cases, those are the same people who have the ability to get me fired. <laughs> so yes. I don't think I'm going that route. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you're also expected to be the change agent in your organization. So at what point do you say, I'm going to I'm gonna take this one on my I'm going to take the risk on my shoulders for the good of the company and escalate? Escalate in which direction, though? You can escalate to your manager, totally, and I'm, I'm with that. But... Would you ever feel comfortable to take it to the champion's manager unless you have a relationship with the champion's manager? Yeah. So, I mean, my note on this was, you know, why do you have to be so formal with the champion if it's so easy for you to just pop in on the champion's manager and and complain about them and escalate? You know, I mean, if you've already already got that relationship going down through, uh, it seems like it should be pretty easy for you to get that champion's attention. Or it's it's pretty clear that you're you're hitting maybe the wrong champion. Right, right. So that was my thought on that. Okay, so now we are on to bypassing gatekeepers. Okay. Tip number four is make direct contact. Uh-huh. 
I don't know. For me, it seems straightforward. I mean, I mean, I look at this more about the. I I didn't know what this means. I mean, is it the fact that you know there might be an admin person or somebody else who is working with the champion, and if that's the case, don't necessarily try to talk to the admin person. Go directly to the champion. Is that what this is trying to tell me? I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. get this the essence of this. This whole section is, hey, there are people specifically paid to keep uh, to filter out things from the champion, and you need to try to get around that as as much as you can. So, yeah, that's what this is. This whole section is about, and and uh, this whole section just did not sync well with me, because in many places, the admin person is the one who I want on my side <laughs> for that's the. A good, that's a good point. <laughs> if anything, you should be giving the admin person, you know. Uh, flowers or whatever it is to that makes them want to take your call. Exactly, or give me support when I critically need it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, selection of a project is, or even even in general, just to get time on the champion without a topic is not something I would try to push. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you, you should be your way in should be making this person. Uh, look like they're doing good for the company and yep. uh, and frankly wanting to work with you. And frankly, you should be asking this person how to best approach the champion. Exactly. How to pitch it to the champion or how to get into uh, the – how to get this into the site of the champion so that this can be something that's addressed. Right, right. And then and then the next tip was even more more scarier for me. Really? Is uh, was be specific – uh, and you know, if if you are talking to the gatekeeper before the gatekeeper proposes a time to you, or you ask for an open slot of the of the champion, you should say, "Here's what I'm looking for. Can you fit something in this time frame?" <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, I, I know the the straight app answer that's going to come pretty much right after that. No, nope, that time's not available. <laughs> so uh, it's usually best. Hey, what time works for the champion? I'll fix my schedule around that. <laughs> Yeah, and I I didn't make any notes on this part. I must maybe I dozed off during this whole section, but uh, you're right. You're exactly right. <laughs> you, you say, you know, you know, at, at most the other person will say, you know, give me three to five times when you're available. We'll see if they match. But mostly it's tell me when they're available, and I'll make myself available. Exactly. I'll move my things around. Just tell absolutely. me when I can get a, get on this calendar. <laughs> absolutely. You know, being specific on on the the. I don't. I don't know. The tip doesn't really match the. Yes, I mean the description. The be, tip is be, be specific, sure, but that doesn't mean be be inflexible. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. You know, if if the specificity, you're absolutely right. The specificity was have a clear agenda and I have a clear this thing, so uh, so the person can put the appropriate notes in there. Absolutely. Right. Right. You don't have to think about twice about it. You have to be specific about it. You can't have a hey, let's just meet for coffee, coffee champion, and let's figure out what we can do next. Right. You know, I promise you should, I'm not wasting your time. Yeah, 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 you should you should have a clear agenda and what the what what if any preparation even the champion can do for it. If if that's in there, then that's all the better. Right, right. Okay, so what is the next one here? It is <laughs> emphasize, emphasize the urgency. Yeah. Again, <laughs> you don't you don't like that? I, I I thought this was great. You don't like this stuff, so go ahead. No, I mean I, I here I'm not about too much. It and this is where I was like. Is it more about the urgency of future meetings that we've prepared with the team, or is this about even just getting in front of the champion? Yeah, it's about getting on their calendar when the gatekeeper thinks it's not important enough. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, uh, I wish I had that much influence as a black belt in the organization, to be very honest. I could see if uh, this is almost like escalating beyond the champion again, except this time it's escalating beyond the gatekeeper. And don't piss the gatekeeper off. Yeah. You know, the, 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 at most, you should maybe engineer a chance encounter with the champion at the water cooler. Say, oh, I just, I was just talking to your admin. She's, she's looking for some time. Um, glad I caught you here. You know, uh, yeah. you know, have a thirty second conversation instead of making the <laughs> making the admin look bad. No, this and this and the proposal over here was really scary because it's basically saying send an email to the champion and let the gatekeeper know, hey, I've already talked to the champion about this, so just go schedule this and make it happen. <laughs> and then right after you do that, send the formula invite to force that activity. I mean, again, I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, the more we dig, the more ridiculous it really does seem because it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's an adversarial relationship uh, yeah. already. Yep. And the last tip in this section is meet regularly. Now, again, this is something I agree with. You have to. Mm-hmm. And again, having a regular meeting on the calendar is something I encourage. And this is probably one of the tips which I will say it is good to have. Actually, it is great to have. And, you know, if, if you don't have a pressing topic that you want to discuss, then you can cancel it. Mm-hmm. But if you do cancel a lot, chances are it's always going to be considered or oh, this meeting always gets canceled. So ideally, you will have some update to give and discuss when you have that regular meeting on the calendar. Yep, I, I agree. The champion needs to be uh, kept informed. So Yeah. And again, this is where it was confusing. I mean, I'm hoping it is not a monthly meeting with the champion because if he or she is the champion, you're meeting much more regularly and giving much more regular updates. Yeah, so I, I don't agree with that. But yeah, it is, it is, it yeah. is saying monthly one-on-one. Yeah, but... You, 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 the, the champion should be given... Some more more regular updates, I think, especially yeah. you don't want to wait a whole month if, if you're having an issue. Exactly. So, but I agree with the meet regularly tip. Okay. Let's go to the next section. All right. Ensuring successful team meetings. Tip number eight, extend a formal invite. And I think this is for the rest of the team, not just for the champ. I think this is where it's more about, uh, oh, this is actually project review meetings. This is not necessarily about team meetings. This is about making sure when you are getting the stakeholders and the team together, along with the champion, uh, how can you have a successful team meeting? Okay, I read it as a team. It is, yeah, it's a team meeting, right? Yeah, but I'm looking at, see, frequent cancellation of project review meetings. And I well, think it's, make, hmm. look at the, like, that's what he's considering a team meeting. And I think it's, again, something that involves the champion. So do you think, think this is a project team or this is the uh, the the champions team de- departmental team? I'm thinking this is more of the stakeholder team on who are the support members for this project mm-hmm. and how are the reviews going along with them. So okay. how are you keeping the engagement of the project still high with the stakeholders and the right. and the champion in play? So I mean, but as I read the tip, it says, you know, uh, help avoid cancellation of scheduled meetings verbally and assume they will happen. Always send formal meeting invitations to project participants. Okay, so this is totally. a team meeting. But then um, he says... Go ahead. And I, and this is part where I, I completely lose it. I'm like, for green belt projects, the green belt should do the inviting. And for black belt projects, the champion should send out the invites. Though the black belt can offer the draft to draft the emails. Thanks for listening to episode 164 of the eSuccess Methods podcast. Stay tuned for part two of our Sweet 16 debate in episode 165. Don't forget to click like or dislike for this episode in the show notes. Tap click done. If you have a question, comment, or advice, leave a note in the comment section or contact us directly. 
Feel free to email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at esuccess-methods.com or on our website. We reply to all messages. If you heard something you like, then clamor and share it. Don't forget you can find notes and graphics for all shows and more at www.e6s-methods.com. Journey through success. If you're not climbing up, you're falling down. <laughs>